All of those things are foundational, not optional. You create longevity in your sport by taking care of your body. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I am a running and triathlon coach and lover of all things health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm excited you're joining me today because I have a lot to talk about again this week. I'm recording this show on Sunday night and the Kansas City Chiefs have just won the AFC Championship, advancing to their first Super Bowl in 50 years. I live in Kansas City. It is a huge deal, people. We are excited. Once again, the Chiefs played a remarkable game, which is worth talking about. I always love these stories where you watch a game or you see something happening and you can pick up on all kinds of life lessons. And being a parent, I'm always thinking these are great skills for kids to have, but really they're great skills for all of us to have. So even if you aren't a football fan, I want you to take a listen because there really are so many life lessons worth talking about related to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Like last week, things didn't look great in the first quarter. This week, the Chiefs took a 21-17 lead with one minute left in the first half when Patrick Mahomes showed off his speed and agility for a 27-yard run right down the line into the end zone to take the lead. As Sports Illustrated wrote, he took a deep drop 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. With no one open, Mahomes started sidestepping toward his left. Remember, at his farthest point, he was 37 yards from the goal line, with an obstacle course of Titans defenders in his way. At first, Mahomes' linemen thought he was going to just run out of bounds, Mahomes thought about it too, but he saw too much open field ahead. Right tackle Mitchell Schwartz said, That just kind of encapsulates everything we know about him. When he puts his mind to something, he won't be stopped. That's Pat. This is what sets Mahomes apart. He never settles for the easy way out. A lot of quarterbacks would have just run out of bounds, but that isn't the way Mahomes does things. Maybe you were rooting against the Chiefs, Or maybe you thought they'd fall apart when it really counted. But anyone who has been watching and listening to interviews with the team in the final weeks of the season knew the Chiefs were ready for this moment. The Chiefs were and are poised to make history. I read an article published on arrowheadpride.com written by Ron Kopp Jr., which I will link to in the show notes because I want to make sure he gets credit for the articles that I have pulled these quotes from. I thought the article had some fabulous insight into how the players think. So I grouped together a few of these quotes and my own observations from the game and post-game interviews into seven lessons that we all can learn from the AFC champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. The first observation This was the second AFC championship that the Chiefs played in on their home turf. Last year, the Chiefs lost and did not go to the Super Bowl, but they used that experience to prepare for the championship game against the Titans. The Chiefs tight end, 
Travis Kelsey, said in the article on arrowheadpride.com, It's not a situation you haven't been in. You know you've been here before. In this exact situation, here at Arrowhead, playing in front of our crowd. So the lesson I get from this is when you have a setback or you don't achieve your initial goal, you aren't starting over from scratch. When you were little and you started to learn how to ride your bike and you crashed and you skinned your knee, you got up and you tried again. And when you did, you didn't start from scratch. You didn't forget everything you learned up until that point. You built on what you learned in your previous attempts. The same is true in football, in running, in swimming. If you're learning a new skill like sewing or art, you can try and fail and try and fail again, but you are never starting from scratch. You learn and grow each time, and if you keep applying what you learn, it will eventually pay off. So have confidence in knowing that your experiences are valuable and learn to value failure because of the lessons it brings. Lesson number two, when asked about something he said on the sidelines during the Texans game when they were down 24 to nothing, Kelsey said, when you get into situations like that, down big early, it can be deflating. The best thing you can do, in my mind, is attack it with the right mindset. Go out there with purpose, with energy, not mope around, but be the attacker. To me, this lesson is mindset is everything. If you think a hill is too hard or too steep to run up, if you think you won't be able to finish your race, you're right. If you think you'll fail your math class, you're right. If you think you're too stupid to start a business, you're right. And when I say that, I'm not agreeing that you're stupid. I believe you can do anything you set your mind to. But if you don't believe in yourself, you have lost the game before you even start. You've probably heard the quote from... Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So while we can't think our way to greatness without taking action, we must believe in our ability to do what it is we've set out to do. Mindset is everything. Belief in our own ability is everything. So lesson number two, check your mindset. Mindset is everything. This next one is something I absolutely loved hearing a professional athlete say. In the same interview, Travis Kelsey says, Each year you try and get better on the field with your health in terms of longevity for the season. It's just been a nonstop effort in the facility, outside of the facility, to make sure that I'm doing the right things so that I'm at my peak athleticism out there on the field. This year, I'm attacking my eating habits, making sure I'm getting the proper treatment, getting blood flow going as much as I can so that my old body can get healthy by the time Sunday comes back around. I'm calling this lesson, Take Care of Your Machine. In that quote, he touches on all the little things that really are big things. In my book that's coming out this March, I say that the little things that we like to avoid are foundational, not optional. All those things like, Nutrition and stretching and mobility and warm-ups and rest and recovery, all of those things are foundational, not optional. You create longevity in your sport by taking care of your body. If you're someone who's trying to make a leap as a runner, maybe you've always wanted to break two hours in the half marathon and you've been at a 210, you've been at 210 for years, 
Focusing on some of the little things will add up. I'm talking about the same things Kelsey is here. Eating nutritious food, focusing on recovery. Maybe that means getting enough sleep or foam rolling or getting massages or taking time to just take a bath at night and chill just to bask in the silence. Another thing we like to avoid is strength work. We know that a weak core can slow us down by causing extra rotation or instability that acts as a breaking force, and yet we still avoid these things when they can improve our speed and they can improve our ability to avoid injury. Athletes who want to take their performance to the next level focus on behaviors that go beyond the primary sport. They don't just play football or run or swim or cycle. They know that there are other factors that influence their success. In the same Sports Illustrated article I mentioned earlier, they have a section about how Mahomes reacted last year when they lost the AFC Championship game. In the offseason, he committed to being an even better version of himself. The article says, When he returned this past season to Fort Worth, Texas, resuming work with the same trainer he's worked with since he was in fourth grade, Bobby Stroop, he zeroed in on a different ending to this season than last. He was coming off a 5,000-yard MVP season, but was left with a bitter taste of the 37-31 season-ending loss in Arrowhead Stadium. The goal was never anything statistically, Stroop says. The goal was the Super Bowl since the day he lost last year. The Super Bowl is all he wants. It's all he cares about. In particular, Mahomes felt that he wasn't in his best shape at the end of last season. He gained some weight and wasn't able to use his miraculous creativity to get out of the sticky situations as well as he'd like. Having to watch the Super Bowl and not being in it was something I could barely even do, Mahomes says. So this year... Mahomes made sure that did not happen again. He changed that outcome for himself, for his coach, and for this franchise. And just a super side note, because this is just like one of my soapbox issues. This reminds me of kids who vape. I know so many athletes and singers who vape. That is not taking care of your machine. If you want to sing, why would you do that to your vocal cords? If you want your body to perform physically, whether you're a track athlete or a football player or a soccer player, why would you put that stuff in your lungs? Take care of your machine. Mahomes and Kelsey gave us great examples about how they learned from their weaknesses in the previous season, how they worked to strengthen those weaknesses so that they could be even stronger players this year. And look how it paid off. Take care of your machine. Next one. In another quote in the article, Travis Kelsey says that the team does something together every Friday, and he believes it has a positive effect on their play on the field. There have been lots of articles this season that talk about the relationship between Mahomes and Kelsey, the relationship they have both on and off the field. And that relationship shows in the way they play. They are so in sync, and it often appears that they can read each other's minds. For my book that's coming out in March, I interviewed Dr. James O'Keefe, who is a cardiologist at St. Luke's Hospital and the author of numerous studies on heart health. In my interview with him, he talked about the value of play and the importance of community. And I think that both of these things really come into play when you watch the Chiefs. 
There's that playfulness with all of these guys. They're not just teammates. They're friends, and they go out and they have a good time together. And then the community, too. We cannot succeed alone. It's not good for our well-being. People die of loneliness. So do what you can to surround yourself with people who you appreciate and who appreciate you back. So back to my interview with Dr. James O'Keefe. I keep getting sidetracked because I get so wound up about this stuff. But when I talked to him, he talked about the value of play and the importance of community. And even as adults, it's important for us to spend time daily moving in ways that feel playful, doing activities we enjoy. And the studies he's been part of also show how important relationships are and how important that sense of community is. There's a study he was part of called the Copenhagen Heart Health Study, where they expected to find that things like running were going to give people the most longevity, the greatest lifespan. And they were surprised to find that it actually was things that going to the gym was way low on the list of things that would extend your life. But things like billiards and ping pong and gardening and walking all were things that extended people's lives. And it wasn't necessarily because they were out there getting their hearts pumping hard. It was because they were moving at a moderate pace, a moderate level, but they were activities that people were not doing alone. They found them enjoyable and they continued to participate because the sense of community. Community is just one of the biggest things you can do if you're looking for things that can make you live a long and happy life. Having those friends around you who can support you is critical. Back to the Chiefs now. In Kelsey's case, it is clear that he and Mahomes appreciate each other as friends and teammates. You might have even heard him drop the F-bomb on live TV last night when he jumped into Mahomes' post-game interview saying, the best quarterback in the National Football League, right here, baby. And he shows it every time. Humble as can be, baby. I effing love you. Mahomes just smiled and continued with his interview, but you could tell that there is just this huge appreciation between the two of them. So my lesson for this one is value your friendships. It's good for you, it's good for your team, and it's good for your health. In the post-game interview with Mahomes, I also noticed a few other things to round out my list of five life lessons we can all learn from the Chiefs. So the next one. Patrick Mahomes never fails, never fails to give credit to those around him. When the reporters were gushing all over him, telling him how phenomenal he is, he was sure to give credit to his teammates and coaches. There might be things in life that you 100% accomplished on your own, but those things are few and far between. When an actor accepts an Academy Award, they thank the writers, directors, cinematographers, costumers, the musicians... You could be the greatest actress in the world or the most mediocre. The people on your team can make or break you. They can make you look good or they can make you look horrible. You are never doing this alone. If you're a swimmer, it might be your coach or your lane partner who pushes you daily. If you're a writer, the people who made you who you are might be your high school English teacher 
or a librarian who made you love reading. Yes, it's true. You are the one who has to put in the work. You're the one who shows up daily, but it takes a village. No one is successful alone. And Patrick Mahomes knows that. So this lesson I call, It Takes a Village. Always give credit to those around you. Number six, I love that all the players were excited for the win, but what I really appreciated was that everyone mentioned a higher purpose. They did it for the Chiefs' kingdom. They did it for the fans. They brought the Lamar Hunt Trophy home where it belongs. They did it for their coach, Andy Reid. They all had different reasons. All of these reasons were important, and they were all reasons outside of themselves. I saw this great meme about Mahomes' touchdown run at the end of the second quarter, and it said, pictured him running down the sideline, and it says, has the weight of the chief's kingdom on his shoulders, says, I'll do this myself. All the guy wanted was a Super Bowl win. That's all he has thought about for the last year is to get to the Super Bowl. He knew he had that shot. He saw clear field ahead and he took it. He did it for himself, but he also knew that there were all these people who were counting on him. I don't know if you realize or if you've thought about it, if you saw any of those signs of people in the stands, I've been waiting for this my whole life. The Chiefs have not won a Super Bowl in 50 years. People have been waiting for this. There are people who have never seen the Chiefs have a season like this ever. And people were going crazy. And the Chiefs appreciated They totally appreciated that this was a lifelong dream for other people to see their team go to the Super Bowl. Now, I am all for being self-motivated and doing things because that's what you want. But when there's more writing on your success, when you're doing it to serve a higher purpose, it can also be more meaningful. So this might be even something like you're running a race to support a charity that you love that makes it more meaningful. Or... Sometimes as a tactic to avoid pain or to forget about the pain that you're feeling, maybe when you're running a marathon, I have friends who will pray or will think about a friend for each mile of their run or you know, anything to take that focus off yourself and to make it more meaningful, to put that focus outside of yourself. This also reminds me of my friends who work in foster care. They take kids into their home and work with families at risk because they know they are called to do this. It's something they feel passionate about. And they are successful and are able to do what they do, this hard work, day in and day out, because the need is bigger than they are. There is a greater purpose than their own. So we'll call this lesson, Find Your Greater Purpose. The Chiefs know that they are blessed to be able to do what they do. They don't take being able to play football for granted. They know it's a gift. Whether it's your running or a business you want to start or an idea you've been toying around with, what's the higher purpose? Think about who you serve. And finally, number seven. In the post-game interview, when Kelsey had his chance to speak, he said, I'll tell you what, it's been seven years coming, baby. Then he grabbed the microphone with both hands and said, I've learned one thing since I've been here. Then 
He channeled the Beastie Boys and said, You've got to fight for your right to party. No matter what you do, once you accomplish it, take time to celebrate and be amazed at your accomplishment. Appreciate all it took to get there. But don't rest for too long. Know that you need to get back to work. In his post-game interview, Mahomes said, We're not done yet. We're going to get it. The Sports Illustrated article I keep mentioning had this little bit that also shows his humility while showing his focus and dedication. It says, About an hour after the game ended, Mahomes was sitting at his locker, pulling on red and leopard print sneakers onto the feet that had led his team to the Super Bowl, just as much as his arm had. A few young fans who'd entered the room with actor Paul Rudd approached him. Mahomes offered to take a picture with each kid, not in the least bit acting like the superstar the rest of the world sees him as. Nor was he nearly as impressed by the performance for which these fans and 73,000 more like them at Arrowhead were offering him congratulations. I appreciate it, Mahomes said simply. Got one more to get. Never be satisfied. Always strive to be your best. That is lesson number seven. Never be satisfied. Always strive to be your best. Now, I'm not always the greatest sports fan, but even with sports that I don't understand, I always have an appreciation for what it takes to be great. And I love the stories that come out of championship games, the Olympics, any sporting event where you get insight into the real person behind the activity or the sport. It almost always comes down to the same handful of things. Incredible drive and desire to be the best they can be. Gratitude. Humility. Taking care of their machine. Mindset. Nutrition. Community. A whole big support team. And a reason bigger than yourself. I hope you all have a great week. Go Chiefs! And we will talk again. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign Power of Run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.